You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. One of the original motivations for creating government schools many years ago was to enhance what was called economic efficiency. But when it's only for the rich and powerful, then that motivation eventually becomes invalid. Government indoctrination mills, a.k.a. public schools, have proven to be, for many decades now, the most efficient and effective way to destroy the USA. Not just economically, but politically and socially. They have taken young skulls full of mush and molded them into little victim-mongering socialists, and then growing up wanting the world to bow down to their peculiar pathologies, be it skin color, sexual identification, or whatever. The solution to this madness is to overthrow our government school system. In the following moments, I will show how this decay of the American mind and sexual abuse and mental torture of America's children has been quite intentional. And finally, what you can do about it. In the 1990s, Sweden made, after many complaints, major efforts to offer alternatives to government-run schools. They ironically turned all private schools into government-run schools. It was a trick. It started out as school choice, but the powers that be, because Sweden is a socialist country, the same powers overreached to gain even more power and influence. Homeschooling was even banned, with armed police grabbing some children as families desperately tried to flee so-called school choice to freer nations. So pardon me for being highly skeptical of any government or corporate attempt to make over our rotten government schools here in the USA. To me, the solution may seem ambitious, but it will work. How do we know this? Because it worked before, and here it is. Our founding fathers were homeschooled. Almost all of them were homeschooled. And there were no government schools in America for a very long time, and that was key to creating the most prosperous, freest nation ever. This homeschool argument is great because it squeezes out the shell game of who will be the big winners and big losers if we eventually switch from government schools to private schools, with the same characters still playing power over head games with your kids Because now the monetary and power incentives may have switched sides, and so the players may switch sides as well. Meaning, maybe, going from public to so-called private may not change things much at all, and in fact, looking at the Swedish model make things even worse for families and kids. It could be just rearranging chairs on the Titanic. This can all be avoided by homeschooling. School reform flops also happened in Australia, South Africa, and Canada. Attempts at genuine reform flopped, accidentally on purpose, I believe, because the educational monopoly always finds a way to hold on to power with a white-knuckle death grip. Anything that starves government schools of funding is good. However, private schools are becoming more and more intertwined with and dependent on government funding. This can only lead to more of the same corruption, but now flipping from government school corruption to include private schools. Even education officials like former U.S. Education Secretary Richard Riley says, you have to be accountable with public tax dollars, unquote. 
This obviously means there are strings attached. He continues, Vouchers threaten the very nature of private and parochial schools. It makes them less private and less parochial. Unquote. With all of this woke, sick, joke, evil insanity circulating these days, less privacy is the last thing private schools need. Again, what's the solution? Home schooling. Not realistic, you say? Nonsense. It is realistic when it is one of the very few major actions that must occur to save America's children from all the woke child molesters, many who are now teachers and administrators. Remember, the Nazis criminalized homeschooling along with gun ownership. They wanted to make sure the average German could not rebel behind the lines. German fascism meant that companies could remain private, but only as long as they served the Nazis. The UN plays this game too. Their Universal Declaration of Human Rights decrees children have a right to an education that, quote, shall further the activities of the United Nations, unquote. The idea is to use kids as pawns on a global chessboard. This is totalitarian, frightening stuff. It really is. All the woke morons love to complain about all the big bad bullies out there. Do you know who's one of the biggest, baddest bullies of all? Teachers' unions. Why are government schools so corrupt? The lords of easy money, or those who want to live the good life above all else, are attracted to school union leadership because the money and power is big, it's virtually guaranteed, and they don't have to work too hard at it. This is every penty-ante, two-bit street mobster's dream. Join a union, make the right connections, then you'll be on easy street until you retire. Sounds good and smart to a lot of people. There's just 76 million little problems with that. America's innocent kids getting shafted by the deep state, union-controlled, government school mafia. The model is simple. Coerced union votes from the top down. The subtle and not-so-subtle twisting of arms of the members to vote for the demon cat, demon rat Democrats. So massive deep state favors go from the government to the unions in exchange for easy, dirty votes for the Democrats and rhinos to keep these dirtbag politicians in power practically forever or until they become filthy rich. Meanwhile, the desires of the parents and their kids' futures be damned. It's all about money and power for the unions. What does the most powerful school union in America called the NEA stand for? This is from article number 35 in their agenda. They support the entire radical extremist trans child abuse agenda. Also, equity or taxpayer-funded reparations. Also, DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion to coerce conformity. And if you don't conform, you get squeezed into poverty for the rest of your life. Also, giving children access to birth control and easy abortions. Also, asylum for illegal aliens as soon as they cross into America. And fighting for mandatory masking and dangerous shots in schools. So they have big pharma in their back pockets as well. And all this evil barely scratches the surface of the NEA. Please note, none of this has anything to do with protecting or teaching our kids This is pure corruption.
But why is it all radical left-wing corruption and not right-wing? Because, and please listen, this is crucially important for everyone to understand. It's because their base, the typical Democrat voter, is either A, a total moron, or B, an educated idiot, which is a moron with a degree, or C, a self-centered nihilist whose idol is either money, power, or prestige, or a combination thereof. That's putting everything in its simplest terms. In other words, the -the run-of-the-mill dummycrat voter has no brains and no standards and tends to be a selfish cudchewer. Most of them are members of various special interest groups which embraces victimhood. That's on the loser side. On the winner side, they've got Silicon Valley, Davos, and communist fascist China, but they're all takers. None are givers. Unless you want to say they're giving us the shaft. Okay. So, if everyone associated with school unions is on the take, taking, 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 and never giving, and never thinking about the other guy in genuine terms, then the mafia-controlled union leadership can easily control everyone because, basically, their entire base is made up of weak, stupid, needy, greedy sheep or people who are easy to control. And that's what the mafia absolutely requires in order for them to succeed. And that's why all the corruption is left-wing. Right-wingers have higher standards and are not nearly as easy to sell out and corrupt. Sure, we've got rhinos, but they are left-wingers too, of course. And this corruption is everywhere. Government schools are the largest gangster-controlled monopoly in America. With $870 billion per year in taxpayer funding, it's also one of the most profitable if you look at the full ramifications. Control equals massive power and money for these mafia dons. In Los Angeles schools, nearly all problem teachers receive a passing grade on evaluations. Fewer than 2% are denied tenure. In New Jersey, only 47 out of 100,000 teachers were fired within 10 years. This means tons of bad teachers are still teaching. And New Jersey has historically some of the lowest performing and most corrupt schools in America. There is also something known as Common Core. Basically a Bill Gates idea, which should tell you how bad it was. The real purpose was to divide parents from kids, nothing more. It was a total waste of time and resources. A 10-year overview of Common Core results shows overall no academic improvement for kids whatsoever. Common Core is also dehumanizing. I mean that literally, by greatly reducing the human element and attempt to use new and untested theory to separate the key ingredients of parent and teacher-human interaction. It was a new and improved way of dumbing kids down to the lowest common denominator. In spite of this, Common Core is not dead, just smoldering now in the vast majority of states. In America today, there are more nuanced challenges. Quoting from Alex Newman in the New American Magazine, This year, powerful lobbyists and Florida Republicans introduced House Bill 1 to open up the floodgates of government funding to homeschoolers and private schools. But, as always, there was a big catch. In exchange for the government money, the students receiving it would be required to take government-mandated tests aligned with Common Core, 
with results reported to authorities. Lieutenant Colonel E. Ray Moore, who has led the charge for Christians to abandon government schools, warns that government funding will bring government control. He said, quote, Let's not snatch defeat from the jaws of victory by accepting the nostrums of tax-funded vouchers, unquote. Attorney William Olson, who was recently commissioned by Moore's organization, said, I would rather have the Christian schools and homeschools we have now not required to bow at the altar of homosexual and transgender rights than to have ten times as many schools which were morally and biblically compromised. Alex Newman continues in his article, The lessons of history are too clear. You can have freedom or you can accept government handouts. You cannot have both. Another major concern with voucher and school choice programs is that they are essentially welfare, promoting government dependence even for middle-class independent families. CEO Robert Bortons with Classical Conversations, a prominent organization providing classical Christian education to homeschoolers nationwide, was citing Jesus' parable of building on the sand versus building on a rock. Bortons applied it to the current issues. When we build structures on government funds, we build on sand, he said. When we build using free market principles, we build on a rock. Educational saving accounts, or ESAs, aren't a free market solution. They are Marxist light market manipulation techniques. They will fail and bring down the thriving private alternatives with them. And there are more problems with government schools. In cahoots with Big Pharma, they are pressuring parents to get kids hooked on dangerous drugs. I find it interesting that it's viewed as horrible for parents to condone smoking for kids, but all the tech gadgets in their lives are okay, even though it prevents their immature minds from focusing on really boring but necessary stuff at school. And now it's okay to load these kids on attention-focusing drugs and drugs for every other problem of their souls and end up being far, far worse off than getting them addicted to even smoking. Many very happy, well-adjusted people are smokers, and yet, smoking is horrible for kids, but multiple dangerous addictions are not. We shouldn't be deadening our kids with the drugs, but waking them up. But having them plugged into technology 24-7 is not the way to do that. The full experience of life comes from living in conjunction with others. It is almost impossible to be happy, truly happy, by yourself. I don't care how much stimulation you have, social media and computer games are not substitutes for the human touch. Parents of these confused, lost, and unhappy kids don't fully know this yet. So that's a major part of our kids' rotten school experience. Biopharma intersecting with the government school monopoly. It's not about kids, it's about profits and power. We have created a staggeringly unhappy, confused, anxious, and depressed generation. This is, without a doubt, grotesque and evil child abuse. This is the most basic fight imaginable of good versus pure, raw evil. And it's an incredibly romantic fight. These are the most exciting times to be a conservative imaginable, fighting for our children and our freedom and God and country, and these are the most romantic of times. Therefore, you must get involved. You do not want to miss out on this all-or-nothing, do-or-die, exciting, visionary fight. We will win because we have to win. And it's all happening right now. Government school enrollment is plunging. 
but not nearly fast enough. Even with all this woke, sick joke insanity and institutionalized child abuse, only 1.2 million kids have been pulled out of American government schools in the past two years. That's okay, but it's not great. At least, it's a start. According to homeschool teacher Paul Dragu, the world needs smart, dangerous men because the future is shaping up to be dangerously stupid. I'll finish with this. The freest nation to ever exist was created by brilliant men educated at home. The most oppressive nations today mandate government education. Saving our children from government schools is perhaps the most important act of patriotism Americans can take. Today's action step is obvious. Number one, make sure your kids or grandkids are homeschooled. Make certain of it. Don't allow excuses to get in your way. We're all busy. Please don't be too busy to help save your kids' souls from near certain destruction. A great resource is the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, the HSLDA. Again, the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, or HSLDA. That's number one. Number two, most decisions that affect us are local decisions from school boards and the city council. These aren't the sexy presidential decisions, but they are more important decisions to us and our families, usually. So please show up and get involved. Also, please, please share this unique podcast with others. If you like it at all, send it along to others. Give a thumbs up or write a review. Do it now while you're thinking of it. We are now on Truth Social and also on X at No PC Allowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. Again, at No PC Allowed, spelled A-L-O-U-D. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. And please do it now. Thank you. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.